Hello friends, this is Dinara. And this is Christos. And this is another newsletter. I hope that you guys are doing well, that the summer is going good for you. And today we have two stories for you about the things that matter. You will find out yourself what are these things while I read the stories. One is from my writing from last year in New York during lockdown. It's um, a small passage from a book which will be hopefully published in New York this year. And the other little story or rather a poem is from one of my professors who are going to be teaching me at Prat Institute starting this autumn. Uh, I think it's brilliant and I wanted to share the poem with you. But let's get on with the story. So in a sense it's a diary entry and it's called Beverly in Brooklyn. Oh, Beverly in Woodhall. Woodhall is the name of the hospital. April 3rd, 2020. I'm lying on a surgical table and the whole left side of my body is numb under local anesthesia. There are three doctors above me. That's not coronavirus, but something serious too. Six weeks ago they found a lump in my left breast. Given the family history, they thought it might have been cancer. We all are about to find out. It's called breast biopsy. They will take some tissue from the lump and put a titanium clip in my breast in return, like one of those you see on the cancer awareness logo. Six weeks ago, an oncologist told my mother, 4,000 miles ago, 4,000 miles away, since she had breast cancer and her mother had breast cancer, her daughter had to go and have an ultrasound check as soon as possible. I live next to a huge public hospital, NYC Health Plus Hospitals at Woodhall. My friend from Upper West Side says it's not a good one, but I'm new here and I'm very scared of my mom's surgery and hormone therapy, of the pandemic, of that lump that I feel inside me, of how much I'd have to pay. Six weeks back, Christos and I are sitting in the radiology department at Woodhall Medical Center, waiting for the ultrasound. On TV, Governor Cuomo is saying loud and clear that New York is fully prepared for the novel virus and that the health system in NYC is the best in the country. I'm new here, and I trust. Finally, it's my turn. I'm lying on the surgical table. She performs the ultrasound. As much as I am scared to death of hospitals, I cannot take my eyes off her. Beverly, a black woman whom I will never forget. She's tall, moves graciously, smiles openly and looks straight at you with great courage, strength and kindness. Short hair, beautiful eyes. She's disciplined, composed and professional. Her close relative, father, I believe, died from cancer, and there she is every day fighting the disease, helping people. She frowns. I think she doesn't like something in me. I want her to like me and to let me go home, and never ever to return. But that's not, not the case. Beverly walks me back to the hall and finds Christos. Looking at him, not at me, is that because... I, uh, I'm shaking from fear. 
she takes his hand in hers and says, I didn't like that lump in the left breast. I think she'll have to do a biopsy. It's up to the doctor to decide, though, so do wait for his letter. And so we wait. Six weeks of blood tests, paperwork and doctor's appointments. I'm lying on the same surgical table and there are three doctors above me. Psychologically, the period before the biopsy was a nightmare. Having been used to post-Soviet medical system cold and rigid, I was seriously anxious. Some people said Woodhull is one of the worst hospitals in the city. For me, it's the best one in my 29 years. I realized that I have been smiling during the whole biopsy procedure. Look at me. Here I am, just moved to NYC and already out and about. Above my small breasts, there are hands of three strong black ladies. I look at them straight in the eyes and feel only gratitude and trust. Beverly's here. She's the technician. That means she looks at the computer and makes photographs of the tissues in question. Before we started, I asked if maybe somebody could hold my hand a bit. She took my hand firmly and never released it. She holds me tight and safe, and it makes all the pain and discomfort go away. These strong ladies with their strong voices. In the most painful moment, the doctor asks me, How many languages do I speak? How did she manage to pick up my fairy topic? Four. Russian, English, the one and a half inch needle goes inside my breath, breast. You see, that's what they do in Europe. They speak languages. I laugh. My husband and I, we've traveled a bit. Thought to go to Hungary last year. They say it's really beautiful. But with that racism and their prime minister, nah. Here we are. Four human beings. Women of different age. One in a very awkward position with a four centimeter needle in her left breast in a country that is 4,000 miles away from home. I'm stressed. And they feel it. They surely do. The hospital under the lockdown is interesting. On the ground floor, there is immense intensity. Things are serious. You smell it. You see it along the corridors in doctors' faces and movement. But in a specific department like mine, cancer prevention and radiology, it's very quiet, empty, almost serene. Three ladies talk between themselves about the virus and their work. The nurse mentions that they didn't take the previous patient for a biopsy because she couldn't pay. The doctor says it's ridiculous. They should have done it. While my mind is wandering around free healthcare concepts and the complications of it, Beverly tells me cheerfully, the procedure is over. Now you can relax, thank Jesus or something, that it went better when you expect it. I surely will, Beverly. I thank three of you, my guiding forces, for showing me this power of spirit. A strict Indian lady takes a mammogram now. It's very painful, but quick. She tells me to hug the machine which squeezes my breast vigorously. It hurts! I scream above the humming noise. It should! She shouts in response. I laugh.
Another nurse checks my blood pressure. It turns out to be very low. Everyone is thinking. Beverly pops in and looks looks at me with shiny eyes. Here, I have a falafel. Eat it. I eat. Today is Chris's birthday. They didn't let him into the hospital, so I walk home alone. My breasts are compressed and tied up with a bandage, as if I'm an Amazonian woman, only with an ice pack under her left arm. The streets are empty. We'll probably have a little Zoom party later. Postscriptum. Six months later, I come to the radiology department again. On TV, Governor Cuomo explains how we're beating the virus. Everyone is talking about Donald Trump and how he handled the pandemic. Not good. I don't care. Michelle Obama is still my president, exclaims one of the cancer cleaning patients next to me and stands up for her screening. Finally, it's my turn. The mammogram is painful as usual, but my ultrasound is successful. The lump is benign, and I don't need a surgery. Spaced out, I wander around the department on my way out. Suddenly, she passes by, tall, beautiful, and quick as usual. She surely doesn't remember me. I look at her and try to memorize her face so that it stays with me forever. The exit is on the left and straight ahead. She winks at me and disappears in one of the x-ray rooms. I smile on the way down to Moore Street. Oh, Beverly. That was the story. And also, do please check out the poem by one of my future professors. The poem is called For Estefani, Third Grade Who Made Me a Card. I found it amazing together with the animation. So please, please check it out and I'm sure you will enjoy it. That's it for now. Bye from Dinara. Bye, everyone. Bye from Christus. See you again. Oh, that was a very long podcast. See you guys.